Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Um, and we don't want to forget about our friends at BetQL, too. We always invite you to hang out with BetQL when you're trying to figure out how to do what you want to do when it comes to uh, professional sports gambling, too. So I just wanted to bring that up. Just want to mention that, Daryl. Just wanted to bring that up for just one That's second. Twice on the podcast, Andy. Look at you going above and beyond. I just want to take care of the people that take care of us. How's that sound? And boy, by the way, we really do appreciate everybody who's watching uh, now. Uh, everyone who's watching now uh, on YouTube because it's been great to have all of you on board. And we see you. We appreciate you. And we are so happy that you're on board as well as, you know, listening to us on the audio, on the Odyssey app and also partaking in our Twitter and Instagram at GameDayCLE. All right, Daryl, let's talk about the game itself on Sunday. Uh, you tell me, what should we expect? I want to say a defense optional type of game, but I just feel like the Browns' defense has been upgraded. I, you know, the Bengals are favored in the game, and I have to ask myself why that is. Especially being in Cleveland. I thought the same right. thing. And, and, and given all the upgrades that the Browns made defensively, so I, I'm – I. I don't understand that uh, other than Vegas wants your money. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like really uh, the Browns secondary uh, working against uh, the trio of receivers for the Bengals, that that's going to be the matchup. Now, you could say Orlando Brown be Miles Garrett because that was one of the big reasons why the Bengals broke out the checkbook to sign. Uh, Orlando Brown, uh, but I, I feel like the Bengals receiving core against the Browns secondary is where this game is going to be won and lost. I can buy that too. I think that's a great point, Joe. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just really curious as we watch the Browns offensive line, I think that that is going to be a really big spot to watch because I've talked time and time again, Daryl, about you know watching Deshaun Watson be able to have sync and be able to be in the same rhythm as that offensive line. I don't know that we saw in the preseason and I'm hoping that they're actually executing uh, way better in practice uh, that we don't get to see. But I, that is the one thing I think I'll keep my eye on the most is Deshaun Watson, his rhythm with the offensive line, the rhythm this team's going to be able to put together. Cause we know that the defense wants to play a little bit faster pace. Right. I'm wondering what we're going to look like as an offense. And if Deshaun Watson can run the ball, then why wouldn't you pick up the pace on offense? Especially if you think 
that you've got Ninjoku and you've got more and you've got Peoples Jones and you feel good about Marquise Good Goodwin and, and let's not forget about Amari Cooper and you know what's Cedric Tillman going to be able to do and I also want to see how David Bell gets in so I just see all these little things along the way that I'm looking forward to watching at full force on Sunday against Cincinnati. Yeah, they, you know, the offense looks like it's really uh, balanced now, right? They're not. Yeah, having, great word. I mean, they're not having to depend on Nick Chubb to carry the load. Uh, Nick Chubb can now be used to basically finish games off, similar to what we saw in 2020 when they, uh, you know, volleyed back and forth between Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, I, I just I feel like opposing defenses are going to be able to stack the boxes against Chubb this year. I think that that's going to allow him to be even more prolific. He leads the NFL in explosive runs, not only in the fourth quarter, but just overall since he came into the league. And by explosive runs, we're talking 10-plus yards uh, in a carry. Um, and it's by a, a pretty significant margin. He's got a nice little lead in both of those categories. And, and I just I feel like he's going to be set up to have more of those. So he's not going to need as many carries to get his yardage totals that we, we've seen in years past because they're not going to have to do that, that as much. And then also he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield too. So his role is going to be uh, modified. <clears throat> you know, Jerome Ford, let's see how he fits in. One area that I am concerned with, and that is the return game. Um, I quite honestly have no expectation whatsoever that the Browns are going to do squat in the return game because they didn't do much last year. I, and I, I know that um, I, I know that last year they had uh, the one punt return for a touchdown, uh, but that was really about it that you saw. Uh, in the return game, Donovan Peoples-Jones had that return. He's probably going to be the punt returner. Jerome Ford's going to be the kickoff returner. And, yeah, like they just not a lot of explosiveness uh, on the from the special teams unit. So if there's one area that I am concerned about with this team, Andy, going into this game, it's it's the return game. And, and what are they going to be able to do to set up the Browns' offense? And then conversely, can they execute to – uh, provide the Browns defense with a lot more real estate that they get to defend. I want to see how he uses Nick Chubb too, Daryl. I, I, you know, there's, I, it, it's not that they don't use him and they don't use him enough. When you look at his numbers across the league, I mean, he's way up there. I just, it, it's going to be situationally that I want to see in, uh, you know, inside the red zone, deep there on third down. Will he use Nick Chubb more? Will he just leave him out on the field, even to be a decoy? I like, those are all things that I think we kind of looked at the last couple of years and said, what's Kevin doing? I want to see what Kevin does with that this year. Yeah. And, you know, as, as I've talked about, I just, I expect Nick to be more productive because he's not going to have the, the wear and tear on the tires that maybe he's had in, in years past, which is going to make it easier on him to, uh, you know, provide that explosiveness, uh, both not only in the run game, but the passing game. Daryl, I did want to talk about rules for a second. The kickoff rule is going to be interesting to see who fear catches and who doesn't and how that changes the game. Just your thoughts on that and anything else we can think about with new rules. Well, in fact, I demand that the Browns fair catch every kickoff. I just don't even want to see them return kickoffs this year. That I mean, that's just that's just where I'm at uh, in regards to that. Uh, just fair catch it, take the ball to 25, uh, give Deshaun and the offense – uh, you know, 75 yards uh, to work with. And, um, you know, uh, see, you know, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't think that there's a lot to gain from trying to return uh, kickoffs where the Browns are concerned. Plus you get all those special teams penalties that we see. 
Um, so yeah, I am, I'm really all about, uh, the Browns going ahead and, um, uh, returning those kickoffs, uh, with the fair catch instead of, uh, going ahead and, um, you know, trying, uh, to return, uh, last year, uh, Jerome, uh, Ford, uh, last season, uh, he, uh, got 24, uh, 0.1 yards per return. His longest return was 48. Um, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones is probably going to handle the, 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 the punt return duties. Uh, he, uh, wasn't especially, uh, prolific outside of that 76 yard, uh, punt return, uh, for a touchdown. Uh, you, you, you take that off the board and his 12.4, uh, return average, uh, decreases, uh, rather, uh, significantly. So, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, Andy Baskin had to scoot, uh, for Andy Baskin, for our outstanding producer, Meredith Kane. I'm Daryl Ryder. We'd like to uh, remind you subscribe to the podcast, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at 92.3 the fan. Uh, feel free to, uh, comment on, uh, the videos below. Uh, as well. And uh, maybe we'll get to some of those comments uh, throughout the podcast. You can reach Andy and I both on Twitter and Instagram also too at game day CLE. So once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. It's always game day in Cleveland.